0: Hello, I'm Nikki, and you're listening to Reconnect Podcast's audio version of As It Is in Heaven, the official blog of Changji, or in English, New Heaven and New Earth. You can find the text version of this episode on asitisinheaven.com. Thank you for listening. How many people will go to heaven? It's not even a sensational clickbait title, but I'm sure there are readers that have never clicked a link faster. Is there something like that in the Bible? Did God set a certain number of spaces in his kingdom? Oh, I hope not. So to put your hearts at ease, how many people will go to heaven according to the Bible? Short answer, so many you won't be able to count. Whew. Okay, but why is this even a question in the first place? Because in the book of Revelation, there actually is a number that appears. 144,000 who are gathered in God's kingdom. So let's look deeper into the Bible to learn about the people that are prophesied to enter heaven. Those who are saved are divided into two groups. At the time of Revelation's fulfillment, when God's kingdom and work of 6,000 years is completed, there are two groups of people who are prophesied to receive salvation and enter heaven. Two groups. What's that about? In every era of biblical history, God did not just go to everyone personally to teach them about himself. In the Old Testament, he worked with the people who came from Adam's line, Noah, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Moses. He chose one person in each era to be his spokesperson, the one tasked with teaching others who God is and leading them in faith. God chooses one person, then trains up a small group of people to minister to the rest of the world. With this in mind, think about the time of Jesus' first coming. God chose Jesus, but Jesus didn't have a world tour. He was only ministering on this earth for roughly three years in a small location. But who were tasked with going to the ends of the earth to share the gospel his disciples this is the last thing he said to them before he ascended into heaven but you will receive power when the holy spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in jerusalem and in all Judea and samaria and to the ends of the earth acts 1 verse 8 so we can see that it was jesus's disciples a small group of people Who were to share the gospel so that all people could have the opportunity to receive salvation? This same logic can be seen in the book of Revelation. The 144,000 priests. The first group is the 144,000, mainly spoken of in Revelation 7 and 14. These are the priests, the teachers, those who know God's word so well it's described as sealed on them with God's name on their foreheads. Then I looked, and there before me was the Lamb, standing on Mount Zion, and with him 144,000 who had his name and his Father's name written on their foreheads. And they sang a new song before the throne and before the four living creatures and the elders. No one could learn the song except the 144,000 who had been redeemed from the earth. Revelation 14, verses 1 and 3. They gather in God's kingdom, figuratively referred to as Mount Zion, where the Lamb Jesus, John 1 verse 29, is. This does not mean that only 144,000 people are saved. They are the teachers in the same position as the 12 disciples and the early apostles that gave their lives to spread the gospel. Their purpose is to bring a great number of people into God's kingdom the great multitude in white. Those that listen and gather together are described as a great multitude no one can count. After this, I looked and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, tribe, people, and language standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands. Revelation 7 verse 9. According to this verse, After the 144,000 are sealed with the word of God, the great multitude come out before God's throne. The angel says that they come out of something called the great tribulation, a trial that comes upon the whole world. Revelation 7 verse 14. It goes on to say that God wipes every tear from their eyes. Revelation 7 verse 17. In other words, they are healed and are with God. Therefore, they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple, and he who sits on the throne will spread his tent over them. Revelation 7 verse 15. What does this have to do with me? Everything, actually. When it's the time of Revelation's fulfillment, in order to participate in God's work of salvation, we have to be sure to do it as God recorded in the prophecies of the Bible. We have to be either one of these 144,000 priests, or the great multitude that is taught by them. If we aren't, would we be given salvation? Revelation talks about those who remain outside of these groups, and the result isn't pretty. Revelation 22 verses 14 and 15. Now, this all seems pretty abstract and out there, I know. Many of us probably had no idea this content was there. Mount Zion, 144,000, great multitude, tribulation? Pretty strange. And if it's strange, there's probably other things about the second coming that you aren't aware of. So, if it all seems far-fetched, remember, this has been in the Bible for 2,000 years now. It's not like it was never there. We just didn't know. God hadn't made it known. But now that he has... It's up to us to reach out and take the opportunity to understand fully. Time to go all in. Study the Bible. This article may have left you with more questions than answers, but those who seek, they are the ones who receive. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, you can find more links in the description for the blog, the Instagram, and the podcast. We look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks!